0: Hey, thanks so much for downloading the episode on the show today. Paula and I get a little heavy as we talk about divorce and dogs with rags coming out of their butts and abscessed cats and all that kind of stuff, along with our ugly and awkward moments of the week. Thank you so much. Enjoy the show.
1: It's another uncensored look at the world around you, from sisters who will say just about anything to anyone at any time. It's the Uggs. Jamie? I hope that bitch was worth it. Paula? I like it so much that I'm willing to do it a third time. Uncensored as always, it's time for the Ugly Truth.
0: Welcome to the Ugly Truth episode... 336. Egg, egg. I was just telling you before we started recording I have cotton mouth I had an avocado for breakfast so I'm wondering if that's what it is is that a breakfast item well it can be I personally don't like sugary breakfasts, so I usually have protein of some kind if if I have leftovers from dinner I'll have that but Um, The last cup I bought these avocados at Costco and, you know, there's no such thing as buying like two at Costco. So there's like six of them. And, you know, with avocados, if you don't if you neglect them for even an extra day, you've just thrown away six dollars worth of food because they're dead. You can't eat them. True. So yesterday I was like, oh, my God, I better you know, it's been a whole day. I better look at these avocados. And of course, they're already super ripe. So I cut one open and they're super green and pretty still. So Daryl and I had an avocado, half an avocado with egg, which is very common. Oh, okay. Now, because, you know, no bread, no carbs when you're trying to keep it, you know, keep it tight. So we have a little egg with some turkey and onions. And it's really super savory. Mm. And it's delicious, and so you could pro- actually you could even eat it. It's gluten Sounds free. Like it it Are is. Are you guys doing free. like a paleo
1: kind of thing, or?
0: Well, I'm always trying to be keto friendly, which is essentially no sh- no sugar as or minimal sugar, minimal grain. I'm I'm not a a hardcore disciple of keto because I just I'm not a big fan of not living my life. If I want a glass of wine, I'm going to have a glass of wine. I'm just not going to have a whole bottle of wine. You know what I mean? Right. Everything in moderation. But if I can help it, if it's easy not to have a piece of toast or have orange juice or something, I'm going to do it. So anyway, so, and Daryl, you know, the dude will just grab a bag of chips and just eat away and not even think a thing of it. And that's not healthy. Yeah. So if I can make him eat healthy occasionally, I will. So I made him a breakfast. The today I had to take Daryl to the airport at the crack before the crack of dawn. We had to leave at like five AM. That's early. Yeah. I told him it was time for him to buy a car. He's like, Well, I'm just I'm waiting for my bonus and da 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 da.
1: Oh, is he carless right now?
0: Yes, because well, I mean, Officially, no, because Malia has, we still have the car, but Malia is driving it to school and practice and all of her social events and whatever. So we can't completely rely on it. But when he goes out of town, I can't have him parking my car at the airport. Well, right. Yeah. So um, yesterday I was leaving and we had taken my car into the dealership because there was a recall on the airbags. And so they were like, we have to fix this. You're going to sue us if somebody's head gets knocked off. So we're like, fine. So we took it in. So we were without a car for for quite a few hours. And Malia was at school. And so there wasn't really anything. And then she came home. I took the car. I said, look, I have to run errands. I've been sitting here all day waiting for a car. And so Daryl said, all right, well, I'll just Uber to the dealership if they call you or if they call me. And I'm like, OK. It's just ridiculous. I said, or I have a really good idea. He goes, what? I said, buy a fucking car. <laughs> right. It's not like we can't afford it. It's not even about that. It's one of those things where... This is going to be his dream car that he's going to buy. And mm-hmm. I think it's just like when you and I get new stuff. Right. And we, we kind of poke at it for a minute before we're comfortable. I think he's a little gun shy because he's
1: finally going to get the car that he's wanted literally since he was 15. Is he afraid that he's going to like forget to add something or? I don't know. He's built this truck. He's going
0: to get a, tr- a full size truck and he's built this thing a hundred times over on on the website. Uh-huh. And now he's messed himself up because he's looking at different trucks now. He's like, Well, you know, the new Dodge truck is coming out and blah, 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 and it's got this or that. And I said, I don't even want to hear it anymore. I don't want to hear about it. I just want to come home one day and see a brand new car sitting in my driveway that I am not allowed to drive. Why doesn't he just take a couple test drives? Paula, you're preaching to the choir. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what this mental block is with him and not getting this vehicle, but he swears that he's going to do it. And I said, all right, well, you know what? I even said, look, I, I don't want you to settle, but you don't have to get a brand new one. You know, you could maybe just buy one that's a few years old, drive it around, get comfortable, and then really go in there and get the one you want. You know, there's no, it's not black and white. You can do whatever you want, right? I don't know why he's not just going for it. So now we just have, you know, I take him to the airport. Right. <laughs>
1: so that's where we're at. I don't know why my cat waits until we're actively doing the show to use the litter box. I'm trying to not look at him, but he is like really, he's really sitting there going poop. Is he giving you eye contact too? Like, watch no, me do this. He's <laughs> staring at the corner. But I mean, it's just awkward. You know, he's got. Yes. He's just. I try not to watch it's just upsetting it is upsetting and that would really piss me off
0: doesn't make you want to throw stuff at him
1: I just don't know what he's doing I I mean I far be it for me to watch someone else's you know bathroom habits but (laughs) nobody wants that you know I I would be embarrassed if someone watched mine I don't know what I'd look like when I go to the bathroom so I don't want to know Paula,
0: you know how people sit on the toilet and look at their phone and stuff? I'm afraid to do that. I won't do it either. I do I do, do it, it,
1: but I'm scared because I'm just like, <laughs> what if I accidentally take a picture of myself and it gets posted on Facebook? Paula, I swear to God, don't do Snapchat when you look ugly. I, <laughs> just Sometimes I go to take a picture of the kids and it's still on reverse camera and I look at myself oh and my. I'm, like, I'm like, oh my God. You're like, how does anyone love me? (laughs) Well, it's crazy. (laughs) I think we all know the answer to that one. Your children adore you. Yeah, they do. But even Olivia suggested that I put on makeup before. You know, it's
0: funny. And when you think about it, you're like, you know, this is why humans love animals. They give you unconditional love. They don't care what you look like or, or what you do for a living and all that other garbage. And kids are kind of like that, too, especially when you're the one that makes them. True. But it's kind of a lie. You know, unconditional love is not beautiful, (laughs) so I'm not comfortable necessarily with someone saying, Mama, I love you. You look so pretty today. And I'm wearing, you know, dirty hair and pajamas and stuff. It's like, I know you're just seeing me with love and I appreciate that, but I know what I look like. Ryan and I were
1: comparing whose hair was greasier the other day. <laughs> Paula, that's not a discussion I want to ever come out of your mouth again. <laughs> well, it was a shampoo day, obviously. It should be and, him always. And he's just like, Mom, look, he's like, it looks wet. <laughs>
0: <gasps> I feel like we've really sunk to a new low in the home of the Todds. It was funny. <laughs> that is funny, actually. It was funny. So before we were recording, you and I were going on a riff about how uh, we have a problem going to the bathroom regularly. Yes, yes. And I really think, first of all, it's always been this way. I don't recall when the four of us all lived together, when it was the sisters and our mother, so five of us all together in one home, we literally had to share one bathroom and it was a tiny bathroom. Yes. I don't remember there being a lot of rotation for fecal relief going on. When we were kids, no. I know you, you were so happy that you actually had to poop that you would announce it, Everyone, I am going poo. And you yeah. would go, and it was like, Dun, 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 dun. dun. Yeah. Because it was such a big deal. <laughs> you know? Well,
1: I mean, mom always wanted to know because I always had such problems going yes, to the bathroom. and You did. Also, probably to make sure I didn't eat any more dental floss, but. <laughs> you and our dog. I swear. Eating things. I, eating I didn't things. need a dish rag. I can tell you that much. I
0: swear to you, Paula, I just the other day told somebody that story. I said, because she has a little, uh, I think she's a little French bulldog or something. And she said, I'm really worried about my little, she has two and she just got a new one. She goes, I'm worried about the young one. He keeps eating things. Uh, Like he ate an ear off of one of his toys Mm -hmm. and he's small. He's like Pablo size. He's like a Chihuahua size. So he's not exactly a big dog who can probably accommodate a chew of an ear. You know, he's eating big stuff and she's like, I had to pull it out of his mouth. And, you know, I'm just concerned he's hungry and he's not getting enough to eat. And I said, no, I had a Sheltie who ate underwear crotches. I don't know why. I said I had a dog who ate a, an entire dish rag and I had to pull it out of his ass. <laughs> an entire dish rag. I was laying out back in the day when we didn't realize that the sun gave us cancer, right? Coated coated in olive oil. Yeah, cooking oil. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, I feel my dog come over and I was like, oh, hi, Sasha. And Because she was so cute and pretty. She and was. I was like, what is that? I go, what are you bringing me? And I was like, oh, God, what is that? And I'm like, oh, my God. And she had a half of a rag sticking out of her asshole.
1: And she was dragging her butt all over dragging the Dragging it because it
0: was stuck. And of course, what do I do? I call our mother, <laughs> Mom. She's like, well, pull it out. <laughs> of course, you know, that could have caused damage. But well, it could have killed her, literally. Oh, and I just remember slowly, methodically with 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 gloves on pulling out this ratty old dish towel and it was you know back then I don't think they sell them anymore but it was called like a handy towel it was those ones that were kind of disposable it was like a mix between a paper towel and a and a dish rag okay and you could buy them in like a three pack at the grocery store And, (laughs) and so that's what she ate but they were still like the size of a hand towel and she ate the whole fucking why would she eat that? Was there no was idea. there like food on probably, it? Probably. Probably. And she was fine and she recovered. But, you know, now knowing what I know now about animals, it's like I could have ripped her intestines out. For she God's sake. She could prolapsed a, a butthole or something. <laughs> All kinds of things know. could have happened. But somehow she survived. I have done so many unspeakable things to animals who get themselves in trouble. Yeah. I, like there was a time that Arthur got an abscess. In his neck because he got into a cat fight. He got in a fight, which they, you know, he did. And it was the size Paula of a baseball. <gasps> and it it wasn't initially. And then in the middle of the night, I heard him meowing and he sounded like he was underwater. <laughs> so I got up and I was like, what the hell? And so there he is sitting in the kitchen with this giant goiter size thing on the side of, his ma- uh, side of his neck near like his jawline almost. And I was like. What's going? I go, oh, my God. And I'm like, it's 2.30 or 3 o'clock in the morning. I mean, there's nothing at this point. I'm not going to. What am I going to do, right? Did you lance it? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I got a hot. I got super hot towels. And of course, I'm like, Tyler, Tyler. And he's like, what? And I'm like, your your cat. He's like, rain. And he he just didn't want to have anything to do with it because it was so late. So I put him on the counter I got a nice hot towel and it started to release. The hot, the oh. hot, wet, hot towel started to open it up. So I put a, a towel around my mouth so I couldn't smell anything because I knew it was not going to be good. <laughs> right. And I started squeezing like Dr. Pimple Popper. Right. And uh, Daryl finally came and he like, what's going on here? I was like <laughs> literally doing a procedure <laughs> in the, the middle counter. of the night on the counter. I'm like, I'll sanitize everything. And he's like, what's happening? And I go, he has an abscess and I can't leave him like this. It's just going to get bigger. And if it explodes, we're in deep shit. Right. So I have to deal with this. So ultimately, I got it all cleaned out. I called the vet the next day. I told him what happened. They said, well, you know what? Honestly, because I used hydrogen peroxide and everything. Mm-hmm. I did it. I cleaned it all up. And they said, honestly, there's not much more we would do. So just keep, just watch it. And if it gets bigger again, bring him in and we'll, you know, stitch it up. But cats get in fights and they get infected when the claw gets stuck or whatever. And he recovered. He was fine. Wow. Yeah. It was horrifying. But I mean... Honestly, Paula, I, I, if I, if I wasn't so math retarded, I would totally
1: be a vet. No yeah, doubt, that's true. Why? Do it you doesn't need bother math me? to be a vet. That's what I don't understand.
0: Well, it's medical. <laughs> I mean, you have to know how to, you know, recon do like prescriptions and you know anesthesia mm. and weight yeah. and all that other garbage but that most comes of, with like it.
1: the little vet nurses do all that stuff
0: well i would just you know hire an anesthesiologist to do all that i'm like you know what you do that part and but i think as a doctor you, you're kind of responsible for everything and you have to be able to dispense meds and know what you
1: know what they need and all based that on weight stuff. and stuff like that yeah. yeah you're probably right speaking of math yes the ceo of amazon Paula, <laughs> I've never met. I, I can't believe a billionaire would be so dumb. Well, I think when they got married, because they've been married for what, like 20, 25 years? 25 years. Okay, 25 years. Yeah. He hadn't created Amazon yet. No. Obviously, they married for love back then. They've been happily married all this time until he met some news anchor whore <laughs> that he. Can we talk about her face? she's
0: not even worth it she's she's got a banging body she's 49 she's a really beautiful bod but she was gorgeous 20 years ago but now she's done so much to her mouth and her eyes first of all her eyes have been pulled back so far that she looks like she has a lazy eye well it would match his have you seen his
1: face well he's not attractive he's rich yeah (laughs) I mean, and his wife is pretty. That's the she's thing. She's very don't pretty. Get. She's not ugly. Well,
0: from what I understand, and I, you and I, I'm sure have been reading the same things. Right? They've been separated for like a year, so this is not news that he's got a girlfriend. The news is they were having an affair before that no one knew about. And now all these text messages are coming out, which are just so disturbing. <laughs>
1: I only read one, read. but it was all I needed to read because I'm like, this guy's a putz. <laughs> I'm like, he's so stupid. I want to smell you. I'm like, oh God. come I'm on.
0: like, that's gross. Come on. You know? I'm like, well, here's, here's the thing. Say whatever you want face to face. Do whatever it takes to do what sure. you gotta do,
1: fine. Sure. I mean, we've all said and done things in Behind the Behind closed doors. We, yes. we all we've all been there. Yes, but.
0: I mean sex is sex and you know, whatever it takes to get you there, great. But why would you have proof of it? Why in this day and age would you text that
1: shit to your mistress? Dick pick, Paula. Dick pick. Here's the thing though, it doesn't even matter because she doesn't need proof. They didn't have a prenup. I thought about that today when I heard I read about that.
0: If they got married for love when he did, he might have been successful, but he wasn't billionaire successful when they got married. He wasn't the
1: richest man in the world. No. So
0: at what point in your marriage do you turn to your wife and go, do you think we should do a prenup? (laughs) I mean, it would be a postnup. When would you do that? I mean, when would you approach your wife of who, who fell in love with you when you were just ugly and pseudo successful? And gave you, I I don't know, do they have what, like four kids or something? I have no idea what the children's situation is. I'm sure they have kids. Mm -hmm. But at what point do you, in your life, you know, when you make your first billion, do you go, you know, maybe we should do a prenup? And I'd be like, are you fucking kidding me right now? No. Uh, Excuse me, but I was answering phones at your office for free. Right. We were setting up Amazon. So I don't think so. Exactly. I don't think he had a choice.
1: I don't think a prenup was in the cards ever (laughs) for that. This is what he has to risk, basically. What he has to lose. On the table right now is $136 billion in Mm -hmm. Amazon, the company, straight down the middle. Mm -hmm. She basically, not that, you know, this is any kind of satisfaction. It might be. But I mean, being a woman and just being jilted just sucks, period, I think. Sure. But I guess the satisfaction would be is, is that you're getting, you know, half of 136 billion dollars, which essentially is making you the richest woman in the world. Right. And right. you're getting half of Amazon.com.
0: I would take it, too. Sure, I would too. I would not be forgiving or loving. I'd be like, "No, I'm entitled to half." I I helped you build this place. I just don't happen to have my name on the deed, but it doesn't mean that I wasn't nearly as involved. You know. Well, what do they were. say?
1: Behind every successful man is a w- a successful woman or something. A strong like woman. Yeah. yeah, and
0: it's true. It's absolutely true. And you know, it's so sweet. Is Daryl is one of the few who will say that. Right. Hey. He's like, I wouldn't be here without you. I'm like, that's really nice. He goes, I'm serious. He's like, I would not be. It just takes you know, a cheerleader at home for for men to have the balls to go out there and kick ass. Not all men, but a lot of men.
1: And here's the thing I don't understand. This is, I, I had this revelation about divorce and I was re, I've been, this new page I started reading. They have a lot of articles about relationships and, you know, divorce or marriage or blah, blah, blah. And... I started to think, you know, when you get married, when did divorce become an option? Like, when did that get put on the table? Oh, as far as like
0: this could this doesn't have to last. If it yeah. doesn't work out, we'll just get divorced. Right. Well, I I mean, getting kind of deep, I think it's always been this it's always been this way. I mean, you can just look at how many women who thought their only option was to get married back in the sixties. And then the second, they have the ability to legally divorce their husbands. I mean, think about, I don't know too many people my age who don't have divorced parents. Very few. Very, very few. I mean, I know, I absolutely know of some, mm-hmm. but it, when when it's not an option, you don't think that way. But now it's an option for women to get out of, of marriages if it doesn't work out. It's very, it's a disposable world we live in and people date for fun, not for marriage anymore. Mm-hmm. That's the reason why Tinder exists and and Bumble or whatever that one is called. It used to be in the old days you got you dated. And I mean, I mean, even now it's like I scoff at high school sweethearts getting married. Mm-hmm. It seems ridiculous to me, but that's how it was back in the day. If you fell in love with your high school sweetheart at 16, 17, you were married by 21 and having babies. Yeah. And it's not like that anymore because there are options. But on the back end of that, people who don't take it seriously think that divorce is an option. And it doesn't. It's I think it's It's upbringing. Personally, I think it's upbringing. Maybe. You know, when I got married, I didn't want to get married because I didn't want there to be an option. I didn't right. want the option of divorce because I, I lived through what well, we all lived through a truly horrific divorce. Mm hmm. With with all the fun stuff that comes with it, it was bad, and right. so I didn't want to do that to my children. And even though you know, yes, I had kids out of wedlock, but I also knew I didn't want to incorporate a marriage that was not going to work either. So I'm like, well, then I'll just be the pariah. I'll just be the single mom. I don't care. So when I did get married, I'm like, I really have no intention of. I I did the idea of divorce being an option was not in my head, right? But I don't think that's a general feeling in overall i mean i think everybody is hopeful but you know i've heard i've heard family members not in our family but i've heard people that i'm affiliated with saying this is the only wedding i'm paying for you know (laughs) so i mean i think that's a really um unhealthy
1: way of looking at marriage (laughs) but you know whatever so one of the articles i read said reasons why you shouldn't get married OK. And so it was saying that you don't have to worry about joint accounts. You don't have to worry about having kids or you don't have to worry about having to tell someone when you're coming or going and, mm-hmm. you know, all this kind of stuff. Kind of like <laughs> essentially you want to live like a nomad and you don't want to be held accountable to anyone else. Yeah. You, you want to be independent, but you want to have someone there essentially. Hmm. And so I'm just like, I guess I can see that. I mean, it's it's not a way I'd like to live, but I think humans are innately people who choose to be in
0: groups paired. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? They they need a community, which means family. And I don't necessarily mean kids, but I mean, do we know any people who've
1: been single for a really long time? You kind of get weird after a while. Well, and those people that I've known that have been single for a really long time, mm-hmm. they
0: started out looking. That's exactly, and that at some point, they resigned themselves to being confirmed
1: bachelorette bachelor. Right. Yes, I, I absolutely agree. And if the right person came along today, they would They'd be open that to up.
0: It. Exactly. Yep, exactly. Yeah. So those are not good. Re- I mean, that doesn't sound like a. If if those are my choices.
1: I, I think I'd rather be married. Yeah. I actually, I think I shared that article and I'm like, this person sounds very bitter, by the way.
0: Yeah. They they definitely were, went through something, huh? Right. I mean, first of all, the idea of being single is, has always been appealing to me, but I'm a solitary person. But here's the other thing. I've never not had companionship. Mm-hmm. I've always decided, I've always been able to decide when I wanted to be with someone and when I didn't want to be with someone. You know, like, I think the longest I went without sex was when I was pregnant. I mean, I never, I could nice. always find companionship. if I always knew, you know what I'm saying? I, I, right. And I know there are people who don't have that luxury, and I consider it a luxury <laughs> to be able to give someone a call and say, hey, what's up? And, you know, and back in those days, there was no you up texts at 2 a.m. It was you know, phone calls or, hey, you you know, can I see you later tonight or what are you doing today or whatever. Right. So, yeah, it it was definitely more. It was there was more work involved in getting getting sex. But you know what? I I can take or leave marriage. But I was just luckily I found somebody who tolerates my
1: weird and thinks
0: I'm pretty great most of the time.
1: Well, you You said you could always do like the Kurt Russell Goldie Hawn thing. Yes. Absolutely. I I find that weird.
0: I don't. I I think if the if the commitment is there, then it, it doesn't matter whether you have a piece of paper or not. I don't have a problem with common law marriage at all, at all. The only time it starts becoming a problem is if somebody gets sick. And they don't have benefits or you're not their benefactor or you have kids, you know, then the the legalities of being a guardian versus a, you know, parent, it's just, it becomes icky because so much is tied to being a couple Mm -hmm. when it comes to major things like buying a house or whatever. Right. Yeah. I know you want to be
1: married. You like being married. I like being married. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I didn't think I would. I don't mind it. I like it so much that I'm willing to do it a third time.
0: <laughs> third time's a charm, as they say.
1: Yeah, we'll see. So, Jeff, you're, you're losing half of everything. Half! And uh, I hope that bitch was worth it. I bet you he has to pay the ex-alimony and sought child support, too. Yes.
0: Oh, speaking of divorce, Ginger the divorcee across the street was trying to chat it up with my husband again. Again? Yeah. She's very friendly. And, Mm. you know, the thing is, is she's homely, but that doesn't matter when you're divorced. She's so happy to be single. And I I appreciate her joy. You know, she was in a really bad marriage and she's free. I get it. Mm -hmm. Her roommate uh, is not so thrilled. Is the roommate a lesbian? (laughs) No, no. They're both very, very heterosexual. Okay, But one is going through the grieving process of losing her marriage and the other one is dancing on air. And ginger, ready to get
1: back out there
0: yes and ginger with her old mom jeans and new balance sneakers comes oh, bouncing out of the house and she doesn't have boobs or anything and daryl is um taking out the garbage cans and it was like the day or two after christmas and she's like you know i just noticed you know you got that paper are, are the boy scouts coming to get your tree and the roommate who's taking the garbage cans screams down the lane, it's already taken care of, Ginger. I got it taken care of. You don't need to ask anyone about it again. And I was like, oh, OK.
1: Just making so conversation on something she already knows. Yes. I and I said,
0: what did that whore want? And he's like, He was just. she was just asking about the tree. I go, you know, your naivety, your naivete is growing old. <laughs> Okay, your nativity is growing. (laughs) (laughs) I said you need to be a little more aware when women are flirting with you. He goes, "She's not flirting with me." And I said, "Listen, uh, the second that she starts asking you to help her with shit in her garage, and then suddenly you're in her kitchen, don't come home because (laughs) I'm not. I'm not dealing with that. I'm not Loretta Lynn. I'm not going to go in there and call her trash and drag you out by your hat. Okay, so." Just be aware. He's like, that's not going to happen. I said, you were halfway there. Stop oh, it. I'm not sh- saying you want to fuck her, but come on. Just shoot her with an arrow. She tried talking to me once. Oh, God, it didn't go well. Daryl's like, I heard like, the whole conversation. <laughs> I be like, what do you want, Ginger? I'm just like, really? God, you're always here. What do you want? You go, you're not winning me over. I'm not going to be one of those things where I become your friend and then I find you in my bed six months later. Not happening. Happy ginger.
1: What do you want? Hey, it's ginger the divorcee. If you think it's my husband, you're mistaken. <laughs> so. so why don't you take your white sneakers and go back inside? <laughs> yeah. Get your B cups out of my face. God. Yeah. Anyway, try and prevent the moths coming out from your vagina
0: flying in my face. (laughs) It's like, hey, you know, there's a bar right down the street. They'd be happy to serve you. Right. (laughs) You have a a smartphone since divorce is an option for you. Go to Tinder and swipe left. God. Yeah. She's not my favorite because you know what it is? Because I'm like, I never I never liked her because I don't know if you're well, you're not like this as much as me and Stephanie. I get I read the vibe of someone immediately. I know exactly what they're all about within 15 seconds of meeting them. And she is not someone I need in my life or
1: around my husband. I don't like anyone. So I know. I know you don't. Any woman that's near my person. I'm just like, (laughs) go away.
0: I know. It's true. We're very territorial women. We are. That's for sure. I'm not a big fan of letting men, you know, I'm not a big fan of giving them a bunch of rope to hang themselves. I don't need to yeah. watch the process. I just cut to the chase. I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to play the game. I see what's happening. So you're either going to do it or you're not. And I'm calling you on it right now. Most I men know. panic. I they would do. never. They don't no. like that. Yeah, well, I'm not playing the game. I don't have time or patience. So, OK, kind of heavy show today. We're, we're running out of time, but let's touch on these very quickly. John Travolta has gone bald and he looks great. Well he's been bald for a long time I know, time. but he's he's let the he's let the dream die. He has it, gone bald. He's not publicly. wearing the wigs anymore. No, and he looks awesome. He looks so good. Good for he's him. He's got a he's got a good head. It's round, no divots, no no scars or acne or weirdness. It's it's a beautiful bald head and I'm so happy for him <laughs> that good. he's finally embraced it i I I let it all go, dude. He looks amazing. I'm so I'm so happy. Good for, for him. him. Yes. Okay, briefly, and I mean briefly talk <laughs> about this show, The Masked Singer, because I have zero It's an offshoot of a Japanese talent show, correct?
1: Or I don't know.
0: But it is a really good show. Paula <laughs> We've watched two
1: episodes now. Okay, you know that I have to question your judgment because you love This Is Us, so I know. I don't know what's happened to me in my television viewing. Here's the thing. I wasn't going to watch it, but Ryan and Olivia really wanted to watch it. And so I'm like, all right. right." I'm like, go ahead. And then like 10 minutes in, I'm like, who's the B? Who's the B? That sounds like Diana (laughs) Ross. (laughs) So I was totally screaming at the TV. I'm like, that's Donny Osmond. I know it. Okay, so so is it new contestants every week? Yes, there's new contestants They vote and then eventually eventually there's a bottom three that Mm -hmm. that lost because they do three sets of two. So the loser of every round is put together. They're all put in the bottom three. Okay, And based on that, everyone votes and whoever has the least amount of votes has to reveal who they are. Okay. And so they take off their mask. And, and so the who? So who have they been? The first one was some football player. I don't really know who he oh, was. Okay, Brian okay. knew he was, but and okay. he's like, I told you it was him. I told you, and I'm oh. like, okay, I had to get it. All and right. then last night was Tommy from Cheech and Chong. <laughs> Oh, well, that's interesting. Yeah, he was a really bad singer. The other two, we're pretty sure, was Jane Fonda and Courtney Kardashian. That's who we think they were.
0: Oh, you think? Yes. Okay. So,
1: But they'll be back to play again. They're going to have to eliminate more now because there's just a lot of singers now.
0: Mm. So,
1: But some of the singers, they're, they could be actors, they could be athletes, they could be former athletes, hmm. they could be singers currently... It just depends on what it is. And they give you clues at the beginning. Okay. So they give you clues of who it could be. Right. Okay. And then and then they come out and sing. And then you can tell who's an actual singer and who's not. Sure, sure. All right. Well, keep me in the
0: loop. (laughs) Sounds exciting. It's good. (laughs) All right, fine, fine. I'll leave you to your crappy television programs. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. We didn't even get to talk about me going to the dentist or anything. We'll have to talk about that next week. We'll save it. Let's do our ugly and awkward moments of the week. Okay.
1: I had a... Skype interview this week with the temp agency. I guess mm-hmm. that's the thing that people are doing now is Skype Skype things. Yes, and so I I feel I find it weird, but that's just me. Yeah, why can't we do face to face anymore? It's kind of a, it's lazy. Well, he told me I could come to the office. He's all, but you know, I'll just save you some gas. We can do Skype, and I'm like, yeah, I'm I'm fine with Skype. Yeah, well, if he's so, gonna suggest it, sure, but. My computer, like my laptop, the speakers and the camera and everything that's on there, they're kind of cheap because you right. know I've had this computer for ages. Right. And so the last time I did a Skype thing, you know, she could barely hear me. I could barely hear her. Ugh. And I'm just like, oh, gosh, I can't do this. So I figured the next time I did Skype, I would just use my microphone. Well, yeah. I was trying not to look like, you know, a DJ or something <laughs> like that, you know, when yes. the camera was on. So I had like the microphone out of the corner of my mouth and like I just trying to have my headphones like lay on the back of my head or something like that so mm. I didn't look like a total you know freak or something right and right. so anyways he asked me for my Skype name so he could call me and I'm like oh okay sure and so I had to look because I forgot what my Skype name is and <laughs> my Skype name <laughs> it starts with p diddle uh-huh <laughs> and so it's just like oh god and I remembered I'm like man I remember from the last time I meant to get a new one so you like need to get a new a one more you need to pro- get a work only skype a more professional one yeah and so I emailed them. I'm like it's a p diddle blah blah, blah. <laughs> I'm like I apologize I meant to get a more professional one but I I just forgot so uh oh, that's so funny anyways uh I'm so technology like inept. I know. I'm not,
0: hey, I'm not good either. Daryl made me a pot of coffee in my old fashioned coffee pot that I refuse to give up. It's just the Target $20, 12 cup Mr. Coffee, old fashioned, just, you know, brews regular old coffee. That's what we have. I don't like the
1: yeah. fancy ones.
0: You know, Daryl and his, you know, technology, he just loves it. And so he. I said, yeah, I drank that whole pot of coffee that you made me this morning because you only made me like four cups, which is equivalent of two cups, basically. I said, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about trying the Nespresso because I really need a little more caffeine. And so I'm like, I was thinking about it. And I go, but I don't know if I can operate it. He said, it's really easy. And so he says all of these things. He goes, just put a little water in. Just put the, put the thing in. Put down. Wait for the beep. Wait for the light. And I'm like, OK, it's already too many steps. Right,
1: that's too many beeps and lights. I don't even,
0: I don't know what any of that is. And just my luck, something will misfire and there will be hot coffee everywhere or I'll put the wrong thing. No, forget it. I'll just have tea. Right. You can have actually regular coffee. And so Daryl will make himself a little cup of coffee when he has to get up super early and I sleep in till seven. Yeah. And so he, he'll be downstairs and he'll have his little mug. and But it's to me, he'll he'll pour the cup of coffee and ugh, every once in a while he gets a hair up his ass to bring when he brings me coffee on the weekends, which I never ask him to do it, by the way. I just want you to know he does know right. his own accord. So he brings coffee and we sit in bed and watch Bobby Flay. In the morning. That's our thing on Saturdays. Okay. And so he'll bring me a cup of coffee and I'll be like, why is this cup only half full? Oh, well, I just thought I would try the Nespresso flavor this time. I I wanted you to see if you would like it. I'm like, okay. I I don't don't like it. (laughs) (laughs) This is like a baby cup of coffee and it's weak. Okay, that anything pre-packaged is not going to be strong enough for me. I can tell
1: you right now. It's like hotel room coffee. It
0: is. is. Where do you think he got the idea
1: to buy the Nespresso? Oh, is that what they have in the hotels? Yes, they have Keurig or
0: Nespresso's. And that's it. And I hate Keurig. And so. (sighs) Yeah, I know. We stayed in a fancy hotel and they had the Nespresso and he thought it was super cool and slick. And so we bought one. And or I should say he bought it and he loves it. And, I, and you know what? Everybody loves it but me. I'm literally the only one stuck in the 90s who doesn't want the Nespresso. Everybody else loves it. So I, he and he's like, well, I just thought I'd try something. I go, please don't throw these surprises on me when I'm not caffeinated and I'm looking forward to a humongous cup of coffee. I go, and you're putting me in a position to be an asshole, by the way, because mm-hmm. you're bringing me coffee as a nice gesture. And now I'm shitting on it because it's not the one I want. And I feel like an asshole princess. Like that could be a middle of
1: the day kind of coffee, maybe. And I have done that. I have done that. But not like the first drink. Like you just have to have your regular coffee. I hate being put in a position to be a dick. I know. That's all I'm saying. I mean, don't you? I I just told Ryan that the other day. I'm like, don't make me the asshole,
0: Ryan. Please. Anyway, all right. So my awkward moment is uh, it just happened yesterday. For some reason, I just don't have very many clothes. Mm -hmm. I don't know what happened. I mean, I have have clothes, but I just don't have a plethora. So when my clothes are dirty and if I didn't do laundry in one day, I have nothing to wear. And so I had decent pants to put on, but I couldn't find anything to wear on top of it. So I have this really cute sweater shirt that I have, but it's a little low. But I was only running to like two places, and then I was just going to come back. Now I am very, very not aware, but I'm super. What's the word? I'm very conscious of my boobs because they're big, and so if I wear anything that has even a remotely low cut, anything, I feel like breasts, you know,
1: everywhere. Don't you have tank tops?
0: I do, but I didn't have any clean ones, and so I said, but I was just running out, and I was like. I asked Darrell, I'm like, does this look OK? Is this inappropriate for for, for Trader Joe's and b- Bath and Body Works? And he said, no, it's fine. You look really sexy. And I said, OK, that's not appropriate, though. I mean, is it OK to be out in public without people going, ooh, where is she going tonight? You know, I don't want it to look overly, you know, it's like wearing red lipstick in the morning. <laughs> I mean, if there's nothing wrong with that, I'm just saying, mom used to say, that's an interesting shade for morning. <laughs> you know, that kind of thing. <laughs> She used to say that. She'd be like, Jamie, that's a a very dark lip for the morning, isn't it? (laughs) It's just like, yes. I know. She's ridiculous. So anyway, um, I I did my, you know, I ran into someone that I haven't seen in a million years at Bath and Body Works, of course. Oh, no. I mean, it was fine. And so then I leave, and I'm in the parking lot at Trader Joe's. And I sat there for like 10 minutes because I did not want to go in because it was a zoo. So finally, I'm like, all right. Psyching myself up time to go in and battle the masses and get my leaks and whatever I need. So I adjust my bra, my boobs and my bra because it had kind of started to kind of smush together. You know how that happens. Yeah. And so I do all that. I look in the mirror. I'm like, all right, I look great. So I, I turn to open my door and there's a gentleman sitting in the passenger seat in the truck next to me
1: who <laughs> watched the <laughs> entire thing
0: with a little smile on his lips. I'm like, all right, well, that's going in the bank. Awesome. <laughs> I just went right. my way. I'm like, how many times are my boobs going to make me an awkward moment wherever I go? It's just embarrassing.
1: Constantly.
0: Constantly. It's like, do I, I'm going to get a reduction. And then Daryl's face turns white. He's like, you will do no such thing.
1: Oh, jeez.
0: Well, I was we were watching the stand up uh, Pete Holmes, who you would absolutely like, by the way. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's totally up your alley. You would love Pete Holmes. So look him up. OK, you'll you'll find him on YouTube and stuff. He's got a ton of stuff. Okay. Anyway, he recently got married, and had a baby in the last couple of year, maybe year or two. And he said, my wife has very, very big tits. Very large, Wow, and it's it's like he goes, "You know when you have a a patio set and you put a cover over it, you know what's under there. So it doesn't really matter what she wears. You know that they're big. It's gotcha. like that's how big they are, kind of like Bernadette on the Big Bang theory, yes. They can drape her a million ways and she clearly has large breasts. She has really big boobs. She For her size, yes. It's kind of the same thing with boobs. But he said it's really embarrassing. He goes, when you go to meet her parents for the first time and they're like, yes, we know why you love our daughter. You know, it's like <laughs> you introduce her to anyone and they're like, yes, well, we can see what you're into
1: sexually. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. So. OK, well, I think that's a wrap. So thanks, everybody, for joining us hope you have a good Sunday. Uh, the rest of your week, we'll be back on Wednesday uh, with some good stuff and some ugly and awkward moments. If you haven't already, please submit those to us. You can submit them to the uh, Ugly Truth Facebook page. Uh, we appreciate that. We want to hear uh, what you've been up to what kind of awkward things you're doing. Please continue to shop our Amazon page. You can reach that through our uglytruth.com website. Uh, go to shopping and click on the Amazon button. And also go to lipandclip.com to get your makeup and skincare needs met. Other than that, have a fabulous rest of your week, and we'll see you on Wednesday. Bye. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening and sharing the show. See you next time on The Ugly Truth.